Hello, everyone. Today on our History Hooligans podcast, we are going to be talking about the civil rights movements from the time period of the 20th century. First, we are going to be talking about the women's rights. The fight for women's rights changed significantly throughout the 20th century. In the early 1900s, women's rights advocates advocates focused on fighting for legal protections and rights for women, such as the right to vote, which is known as suffrage, and equal treatment under the law, which is the Equal Rights Amendment. During the 1950s and 1960s, the women's rights movement expanded into a wider range of issues like, the re- like reproductive rights and equality in the workplace. In this time period, organizations like NOW, now is known as the National Organization for women. In the later half of the 20th century, the movement shifted over to cover many different things. It focused on the ways that women of different races, ethnicities, sexual orientations, and socioeconomic backgrounds face different types of discrimination. This period saw the emergence of new organizations and movements like the Black Women's Liberation Movement and the Women's, Women's Liberation Movement, which focused on issues such as reproductive rights, pay inequality, and violence against women. Overall, the fight for women's rights has significantly changed throughout the 20th century as it expanded to address a wider range of issues and work to challenge discrimination and inequality. Now that we have discussed the women's rights movement, let's talk about the African-American civil rights movement. Paul, what do you have to say about this? So throughout the 20th century, African-Americans were a vital part of the civil rights movement. For context, African Americans had been fighting injustice years before the Civil Rights Movement started. The 13th, 14th, which introduced the Equal Protection Clause, and the 15th Amendments did much for the community, but they were still very oppressed because of the ruling in Plessy versus Ferguson, stating that African Americans could live freely, but they would be segregated from the white population. This, however, was still oppressing the African Americans because not much funding went to black schools or organizations. This court ruling was later overturned in Brown v. Board of Education, where it was determined that separate but equal was still a form of oppression. Many African Americans were promised basic human rights but were never granted them. Civil rights leaders such as Martin Luther King Jr. spoke out against the hypocrisy of the United States government. In his letter from a Birmingham jail, he calls out the false promises that the African American community was told. He calls for affirmative action because the black community had been waiting for too long and patience was running thin. This letter was a huge turning point in the civil rights movement and would change the way protests and future movements functioned as a whole. To summarize, the civil rights movement would not have been possible without African Americans, and without their effort, we would not have progressed as far as, far as we have in America. Thank you so much, Paul, for your information about African American rights. Now we're going to transition to Sam to talk about the Vietnam War. The 1960s was a time of great change in America, with the Vietnam War being one of the most controversial topics of the time. With over 884 peace and anti-war protests, the opposition to the Vietnam War was becoming increasingly popular following the events of the Gulf of Tonkin. Two of the most prominent protests took place on October 21, 1967, when over 100,000 protesters gathered at the Lincoln Memorial and another 35,000 around the Pentagon. The anti-war protests gained traction with the help of Martin Luther King, who called the war a blasphemy against all that America stands for. Not only did it influence change with the help of local political leaders like King, 
but through pop culture as well. Musicians like Marvin Gaye and the Beatles wrote songs about the growing peace movement. One of the main reasons the Vietnam War protests were so common was because the majority of participants were students. The Students for a Democratic Society, or the SDS, was a crucial part of the anti-war movement and expanded from 11 chapters in 1962 to more than 300 by early 1969. The Vietnam War protests were a turning point for the way civil movements demonstrated their opinions. The case of Tinker v. Des Moines opened up the possibility for students to express their opinions more openly, as shown by the growth of the SDS and numerous protests across the country. Thank you so much, Sam, for your information about the Vietnam War. I didn't know there was so much that went on during that time period. Um, now we're going to move to Ella, who is talking about LGBTQ rights. Ella, how did this movement change throughout the 20th century? In the early 20th century, homosexuality was heavily stigmatized and criminalized in most parts of the world. Many gay individuals faced discrimination, harassment, and persecution, and there were few legal protections for their rights. However, the gay rights movement began to gain momentum in the mid-20th century with the emergence of gay rights organizations and advocacy groups. These groups fought for the decriminalization of homosexuality and the recognition of gay rights as human rights. One of the major milestones of the gay rights movement in the 20th century was the Stonewall Riots in 1969, which sparked widespread protests and demonstrations for gay rights. This event was a turning point for the movement and led to the formation of the Gay Liberation Front, which was one of the first major gay rights organizations in the United States. Throughout the rest of the 20th century, the gay rights movement continued to grow and gain visibility. In the 1980s, the HIV-AIDS crisis brought attention to the struggles of the gay community and spurred further activism. In 1993, the World Health Organization removed homosexuality from its list of mental disorders, and in the 1990s and 2000s, many countries began to legalize same-sex marriages and adopt other legal protections for gay individuals. Overall, the gay rights movement in the 20th century faced many challenges and setbacks, but also made significant progress in gaining recognition and equality for the gay community. Thank you, Ella, for sharing your input on the LGBTQ civil rights movement. Next, we have Josiah. Josiah, can you tell me about the leaders of the civil rights movements? Throughout each movement, there was many leaders that have put a life's work into the civil rights. Starting from the women's suffrage, Mary Lloyd Bethune, she was an important figure in women's rights movements and civil rights. After the 1920s, she got voting rights, which she fought for. In 1924, she was elected founding president of the National Council of Negro Women, leading into her work in the civil rights movements in the 30s during the war when she started pushing for an African Americans to switch from the Republican Party to the Democratic Party, being super supportive of FDR considering she was a part of FDR's unofficial black cabinet. In the 40s, she became vice president of the NAACP, helping create and then helping create the Women's Army Corps. Later in 45, she was appointed to go to the first United Nations meeting. This brings me more into civil rights for African-Americans with Malcolm X. Malcolm X early beliefs throughout the civil rights movement was determined by the Nation of Islam, a black supremacy group. Malcolm X pushed the idea of separate but equal by having more representation in the, in the government from African-Americans. But these changed as he left 
nation of Islam and took a trip to Mecca. He came back starting to believe that all African-Americans are equal to whites and started to take on more of a leadership role like MLK. After his assassination, MLK said it was a great tragedy and that he was moving forward towards understanding a nonviolent movement. This brings me to Marsha P. Johnson, a very important LGBTQ plus movement leader. In the 60s and 70s, she was a huge advocate through the LGBTQ and helped get many teens and gays off the streets during the AIDS and HIV epidemic. Also pushing hard for the gay and trans rights as Marsha herself was a trans woman. She was a part of Raid on Stonewall, the first gay pride parade, stood up about HIV and AIDS after contracting AIDS and openly spoke about it, joined the Gay Activist Alliance. Each of these three activists fought through their rights throughout time, pushing an agenda for equal rights. Thank you all for participating in the last ever episode of the History Hooligans podcast. It has been an honor to share information with everyone, and thank you so much to our audience for always listening and tuning in. See you next time. Bye-bye.